0: Hello, everyone. It's Nico here in Sakuma Podcast. How are you? Welcome back, 2023. I'm so excited to be back as well on the podcast. Before I start, uh, what I'm going to be talking about today, I'm just going to say thank you so much for everyone who's been listening on. Everyone who's been part of, and all the projects I work with last year, it was fantastic, it was wonderful, and the podcast is growing, and uh, it's getting better and better, but wouldn't get do that without you people, without people listening. So today I'm just here to, uh, maybe to give like a little bit of feedback what we've done last year, and um, yeah, what we're looking for for this year as well, And and this space is always going to be open for everyone, so you're welcome. If you like what we do, and I'm going to leave the details at the end of this episode. So first of all, I just want to um, say, okay, last year I interviewed lots of people. There's lots of people who came to the podcast. I mean, like, yeah, through Zoom, one-to-one, and I worked with three projects last year. I think the first one, really I'm so happy. I want to just say thank you openly to Degrowth in Scotland. Those was the first project I worked with. So basically they came to me, they said, Nicole, have the idea because we know you are the pod- podcaster. We're thinking to create some few episodes about our work we do because people don't know what we do out there. so th- they thought they thought the podcast would be a, it is by way, a good way to actually raise awareness and send messages across. So I said, yeah, why not? That time, um, I did not know what degrowth and decolonization meant in Scotland. I mean, at all, I didn't know nothing. So it, so uh, they set up all the questions themselves. And so the questions are simple uh, set up. So those questions were set up as well for me to learn as a podcaster when I am interviewing these people, uh, sorry, their audience. And most of the people I interviewed, were like activists, environmental activists, food providers. Um, it was really great. Um, I really, really enjoyed uh, working with Degrowth in Scotland. Maybe those who don't know what Degrowth is, is, is um, what it is. So Degrowth uh, Scotland and decolonization is a network for yeah, at least um, it's called. It's created by enough enough Scotland, like a group of uh, there's lots of group of people different areas of Scotland, or all, all of them work got different works, but they put everything together. Um, yeah, so I was really really um, lucky to get to know these people and talk to them. So all the episode was about through discussions with the people involved in that work across scotland so it was nice so that's the first project i was working with so um yeah so the app ep- the episode that we've done they're still on the podcast right now on anchor and spotify and believe me or not the numbers are growing up for people listening to this those episodes about degrowth and decolonization Everyone was come up about i think the first question was like how 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 would how you describe degrowth and decolonization in scotland and everyone have a different explanation. But I was actually learning from different persons and stuff that. So yeah, I think that was one of the first excitement I did on the podcast last year. So move on to the the one I created the podcast, I created for asylum seekers and refugees. there voice, our voices to be heard as well. But again, it's an open space, as I said. Now I can talk to any um not anyone, but people Many like people work with refugees, uh, like service providers, projects, charities. I have yeah, interviewed a few people, out, but other projects, projects, sorry, like like I was talking about degrowth in Scotland. They are not uh, involved with asylum seekers and refugees, but they are activists on you, yeah, environmental activists, food providers, as I say, like farmers and stuff like that. But they still work with, um, uh, I was talking to someone in the Highlands, they still work with refugees as well. They go that part. But So, yeah, there's a link. So it's kind of like networking, all of us just working together to to make a difference, raise awareness and have a, a safe world. I could, maybe I, I can use that. So, yeah, so that, um, I think I, I'm also a volunteer in other projects, especially um, like, I don't know, if people have heard about the project in England called NACOM, the NOC Accommodation Network. NACOM is a, a national network of over 140 frontline organizations and charities across the UK. I'm a, a community researcher with other five people, as volunteers and living experience as well. So we are researching about homelessness, uh, being homeless. Some of us who had a live experience, as I said, being homeless, and now we are collecting uh, stories from other people, lived experiences as well, trying to raise awareness and as well maybe influence the policymakers to change the laws and actually re- recognize asylum seekers and refugees as human re- as human beings, and also that asylum seekers and refugees they also deserve a shelter, water and food. So that's why I'm volunteering right now in, in Old as a community researcher, and I do other volunteering other projects as well here in Glasgow. Cosmic Furniture Project, academic, lots. I've been involved in lots of um, networks as well, so which means the podcast makes it easier now because I can actually talk about my own experiences in different uh, organizations and charities and projects. And put that together is really powerful. And last year, I was invited by two authors, two writers. Um, the first writer, she was launching a book in Glasgow as well and um, she wrote a book. Uh, her name is Sally Hayden. She wrote a book called uh, My Fourth Time We Drowned. Yeah, this, uh, yeah she, she's a journalist in, in Ireland, but uh, she based in Africa. She works on yeah with refugees and reporting both sides in Africa and Europe. Um, yeah, I saw the book. I bought a book myself. It's very nice. I think it's still online. My Fourth Time We Drowned. It's a very sad story, but it's true. So I, yeah, I was very lucky to actually Interview about the book and her work as well very very nice person then the other author i was also helping to promote the book launch her name is elika azari we're gonna hear elika azari talking after end of this episode uh she, she's gonna be taking us through uh how was it to work with me and how the podcast helped her to promote the book so i'm not gonna go to that detail right now just stay with me until end. at the end of the episode we're gonna hear elika azari so she also wrote a book called uh, the five stages of mora the west refugee camp on earth you can see find this book as well i'm sure on amazon and so yeah that was really really great moments for me to get involved with authors people Right? people um who actually got so much so much interest on in these stories about raising awareness as well because these books they're actually telling really stories so uh, the last a project I worked with, fantastic project as well, Community Info Source, based in Glasgow. Um, they work with refugees and asylum seekers. So I've done some interviews as well, about six episodes. They set up the questions. So uh, my job is just to ask the questions to the people I'm interviewing. The questions are very simple it's about what do you, what, what you like about the project? I'm not gonna to go to all the questions right now, but I'm, I'm. You can just imagine that people are so excited to actually share their stories, express themselves about the project, and again, it's the benefits of the project to actually understand the needs of service users, and staff members, board members, and managers, and anyone who's um, who's around the project. If you give them that platform to come actually and speak on your podcast, they'll. They they came up with some very good supportive uh, and the things that needed to change on that podcast as well, and and helps the public to know. No, I didn't know myself was community info source. I, I didn't have no idea until I get a call today. So so that, that now we can see the 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 need of uh, using a podcast as a project. But you cannot decide this yourself after listening to this. If you think this is the right thing for your project or charity. And I'm going to leave the details on the end. I normally write out, once the, the podcast published, I always write some notes underneath. Uh, you can read it, uh, the intro. Then I'll leave my email there so you can keep in touch. But for now, I'm just going to say thank you again for everyone who's been supporting and we're still supporting. So this year, I'm looking forward as well to come up with some very fantastic topics, such as like a, Um, I'm going to talk about my idea that I'm thinking that would be so great in uh, to get some communities to start discussing about the issues we have, especially in the African communities, mental health, loneliness, uh, alcoholism, drugs. There's a uh, uh, a lot of things that they're going around. Special if you're asylum Salam seeker or refugees. Not only that, I think um, there's some things in our community culture, uh, community and culture that we don't discuss openly. Well, I think I've got that opportunity because I've got this platform now to actually try to talk to people and see what they are, what can we do. And I'm not an expert, but I think there's nothing wrong about having discussions and actually look at ways how to raise awareness and how to serve other people as well. Like, as I said, I was talking about all these projects I was naming here. They also got this section where they can help a bit about whatever is going on in the, our communities. So, I think this is. This year, I'll be looking to actually raise awareness on that, on mental health and loneliness. Okay, I mean to say loneliness as well. So, And there's one thing I always always really, in my mind, I have to say it here right now. As a living experience person, and I know there are a lot of people out there, but I want to actually raise this um, to the service providers that will always been asked, or oh, tell me your story, but they never tell us their story. What I mean by that, I know some people work with people who went through traumatic stories and stuff like that, but how that, I I want to find out uh, this year, how does it affect you as a service provider, even if you never live that experience, when you go home, how do you uh, digest these these voices, these stories? I want to hear more about that because um, I think, as I promised in the beginning, um, that Elika Azari should be talking at the end of this episode, so I'm going to... Leave
1: this space for Erika Azari. Hi, um, this is Elika Ansari. I'm a writer. I recently published a book called The Five Stages of Moria, The Worst Refugee Camp on Earth, which is based on two stories that I heard while working in a camp that burned out two years ago called Moria Camp. I first reached out to Nico uh, from si- Siakoluma uh, podcast um, because my... Um, my publisher Artbound suggested that I should and he responded almost immediately and he was very keen, very professional and he wanted to work with me. So what was your first impression on the first Zoom meeting? So I I found him very eager to help, um, extremely like willing to just give up his free time to help authors, asking for nothing in return, just the the passion, the drive uh, for him to work with writers, to bring to light uh, important issues and causes such as the one that I was writing about. I found that very refreshing and I'm very grateful uh, to him for what he did. So uh, did, the get, did the podcast have impact on your book launch? And... What was the most thing uh, that stand out during uh, the interview? Um, I thought the podcast, so we did two interviews before the book launch, um, which I thought was very helpful. Uh, Nico asked very insightful questions, which was very, very, um, very intelligent questions that brought the important issues to light prior to the book launch. Nico was also kind enough to attend my book launch and do a recording of the book launch like of the initial i think it was 15 minutes which was very very helpful for publicity and for my book so i'm very very grateful for that Uh, so how was nico's uh, audio editing skills i i thought it was very professional i think he went back and he edited some things that um you know flowed much better afterwards um i i thought it was very professional in general so, uh, w- would you say some few words about the benefits of using Tsiya Kuluma, like uh, about the podcast and then uh, during your book launch? Um, I thought that, so that it was the only podcast that I worked with. Uh, so I worked with other pro- podcasts as well. Tsiya Kuluma was the only one that I did more than one episode with. And I thought that was very benef- beneficial in terms of consistency and uh, continuity. Uh, so, um, Nico gave me a chance first to introduce the, the main, the general topics of the book, and then come back and go more into depth about the characterization, about uh, just myself, about a variety of other issues like healing, acceptance, etc. So I thought there was much more of a flow and much more continuity in being able to work with him more than once. And again, I'm very appreciative of the fact that he gave me this chance, the fact that he was so accessible, the fact that he was so fast and expedient and he was um, always very, very eager to work with me as a writer and to to bring uh, these issues into light. Um, He's very passionate about helping refugees in general. I'm aware that he also volunteers with refugees or he's aware of many opportunities to volunteer with refugees in Glasgow. Um, So um, I saw a lot of, uh, I saw him putting a lot of heart into this.
0: Thank you, Elika, for sharing your experience by working with the Siakulma We Talk podcast. And yes, so those who are listening, thank you as well and everyone. So I'm going to just go, you can go to Uk, and you can hear more episodes there or share it with your friends.